The following program is pre-recorded to air at this time. Welcome to Lotus Radio's weekly public service show, In Depth. To have your nonprofit featured, email PSA at lotusradio.com. This morning on In Depth, I have the pleasure of speaking with uh, Ricky Ricker. She's the executive director of Ronald McDonald House Charities, uh, the Reno chapter. Uh, Ricky, thanks for joining us this morning on In Depth. Thank you for having me, David. I appreciate it. Of course. I know a lot of folks out there may be familiar with Ronald McDonald House Charities, but Ricky, um, tell people that um, aren't familiar or may not know some aspects about the program. Uh, what is Ronald McDonald House Charities all about? What do you do exactly? So our chapter is actually four programs in one. We are the Northern Nevada chapter, and that means that we serve not only people here locally, but also across Northern Nevada. So our house program serves families that are 30 miles outside of town, but need to seek medical treatment care, either at a local hospital or with a local clinician. And it's just too much of um, a burden to go back and forth home. Okay. So our house has 13 rooms, two of which um, have been, well, they've all been recently remodeled, two of which have been remodeled to be ADA compliant. And we have a very large kitchen that offers meals and snacks to those families that are staying with us. So again, not something they need to worry about. We're going to make sure they get fed. We have laundry service on site, a playroom, um, a living room. We try to give all the comforts of home while they're dealing with a very serious situation that requires all of their attention, and they really should be focused on that child. Okay, so so what type of uh, children, what kind of um, affliction or uh, situation are the, they in typically to have the family live at one of the, the Royal McDonald houses or in one of the rooms there? Sure. Um, most of our guests are uh, NICU parents, so uh, preterm oh. births or um, complications during birth. As most people know, Renown and St. Mary's are wonderful hospitals to um, – give birth in, and they have the capability to take care of children who are in more circum, uh, dire circumstances or unique okay. situations. So most of our families are coming for uh, pregnancy um, or premature birth situations. I would say then also we get families who have children care flighted in from uh, out, wow. of, out of bounds areas. Yes, we've had um, unfortunate situations where children have been in accidents with um, recreational vehicles and um, – We've just been there to support them and whatever we could provide while they were dealing with their child. We also have families who come in for treatment uh, from even as uh, far away as Fresno that come in to very specialized treatment here in Reno. And so they stay with us just for the one night while their child gets the, the one day appointment and then they head back home. So we really have a, if you will call it a business model that tries to incorporate anyone who's going through an emergent or medical care situation with a child. So all of these families that are staying at the Ronald McDonald House uh, here in town um, are typically not in the best kind of situation or scenario. It's it's like, a, you know, at times, if, if I'm correct, a life-threatening situation for these families. So when all of these families are hanging out and having dinner at, at the house, um, how, how does that play out is there like somebody like a, a counselor there to help out everybody because uh, or are, are all the families talking to each other and kind of counseling each other back and forth and sharing stories and how, how does that how does that look it's definitely um a peer counseling types situation mm. where they are 
they're kind of going through their day with one another. They're finding solace in knowing that someone else might not have the exact situation, but is going through the same emotional issues that they as parents are going through. And they're sometimes there's even laughter. They're finding, you know, a way to um, make new friends in the most dire of circumstances, which uh, is, can be very refreshing when, as you can imagine, being in a very dark place deep place with a, a child in the hospital. Of course. Well, if you're just joining us on In-Depth this morning, I've been talking to Ricky Ricker. She's the executive director of Ronald McDonald House Charities uh, here in Reno. And uh, you can find out more info at their their website, rmhc-reno.org. Is it it's hyphen Reno? Correct. Okay. Yes. Just yes. to make sure that you got the hyphen in there correctly. Perfect. And, um, and we're, we're talking about you know, maybe programs that people aren't familiar with because you know the name. You know Ronald McDonald House Charities. Um, are you located uh, over off of Mill Street? Is that the same location right next to Renown? Yes, correct. Okay. Technically, our address is on Main Street. If you didn't know, there was a Main Street here in Reno. That's right, yeah. Um, okay. But yes, we are we are in walking distance to Renown, and, um, but obviously service any family who is coming in from out of Reno Sparks area okay. for that. However, I will say that for those um, families that are receiving treatment locally, um, they're locally based. We have a family room inside of Renown that offers snacks, beverages, um, a couch, some television time, just some respite care for themselves, a sleep room um, if they're sitting bedside. Um, we want them to also have a place to go because as caregivers, as parents, we all know that our, we're hyper-focused on our children all the time. But we do need to recharge so that we can be better to take care of them. So of this course. gives them a few moments, a, a few breaths to take and uh, recenter themselves. That's great. And and over the years, I've always um, thought about you know how I can help out Ronald McDonald House Charities. You always see the 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 little thing inside of all the McDonald's locations where you can drop in a coin and it, or it spins around <laughs> yes. and down to the vortex thing or whatever it is. But besides just you know dropping off your spare change, which honestly people don't have a lot of nowadays, using cards and not physical money after the pandemic, um, how can people help out and either donate or volunteer with Ronald McDonald House? charities there we're in a great place post pandemic because we have started to be able to open up our volunteer um, options opportunities it unfortunately for the past two years it hasn't been um, we haven't been able to do that so we're really excited that we are um, accepting volunteers back into the house again back into our family room program oh good and yes and they can come and cook meals we have a chef's program that you can come at any point during the day that's convenient for you. It doesn't have to be at dinner time, and come and cook with your group, your family, and help provide that warm meal that our family, our family guests are looking for. So there's that one possibility. There's also a family room um, option to come and sit and renown and, and handle those families that are um, coming for that cup of coffee or those few moments, like I said earlier. And and then there's, um, you know, the donations. We obviously take. Um, credit cards and cash, <laughs> like any other non-profit. Yeah. Um, but we um, have um, activities that you can also get involved with. Um, we have a golf tournament coming up. We have a gala. So there's ways to get involved and still have a, you know, a really good time with your friends and colleagues. Well, great. Well, let's talk about the golf tournament that's coming up uh, June 3rd at Lake Ridge Golf Course. Correct. Yes. That's awesome. How, how can people sign up for this? Um, they can go onto our website and, and sign up there. They can 
um, obviously call the house and and speak to me. Um, but we have two tea times because we have um, had uh, the need for setting up two, basically two courses to run. So we have an 8.30 a.m. tea time and a 1.30 p.m. tea time. Oh, great. Okay. All, um, all golfers get lunch. Morning golfers will get breakfast and afternoon golfers will get happy hour. So it should be a fun day for all involved. And also, if you're looking to volunteer at that day, we're looking for volunteers to help because we're going to have a lot of golfers that will um, – need to get out on the course and, and keep them moving along. That's great. And that's just benefiting the local Ronald McDonald House here in town? That is correct. And okay. I, I will say that um, even when you um, drop your change in the wishing well, mm-hmm. or if you round up, anytime you go to a McDonald's and make a purchase, um, you can round up to the next dollar amount and we'll get that change as well. And all of that- oh, all of that stays local. Whether you're coming to our gala, you're going to a, a McDonald's here in town, or quite frankly, in northern Nevada, mm-hmm. we we get support from all of those McDonald's. Um, we, there's many ways to to help participate without probably even realizing you're doing it. I didn't know that uh, it was just helping out local charities because I'm 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 very aware of you know trying to not just donate to national organizations, which is also great, but uh, helping out here in our local community too. So that's good to know that any local McDonald's is is benefiting. Uh, those little boxes for change are rounding up. That all goes to the local Ronald McDonald House charities. I wasn't aware of that. So yeah. that's really great to know. And for this uh, golf tournament. So um, anybody listening, they can sign up for this golf tournament. Go to rmhc-reno.org to sign up for the Ronald McDonald House Charities Golf Tournament. It's happening at Lake Ridge Golf Course Friday, June 3rd. And it's great that there's two different tee times, too, to accommodate everybody's schedule. Absolutely. Which is what I found interesting is that the afternoon tea time is the most popular right now. So if you're interested in that tea time, sign up soon. It's because of the happy hour. That's why. A hundred percent. Well, awesome. Well, if you're just joining us, I've been talking, I've had the pleasure of talking to Ricky Ricker, the Ronald McDonald House Charities, uh, the local executive director here in town. And uh, please sign up for the golf tournament. Uh, there's also the gala in September as well. What are some of the details about that? So we are looking at September 29th. We, um, our location is almost nailed down. We are hoping to incorporate um, some outside elements with um, a gala event. So we're looking for a location that has that. I think that what we've all learned from the pandemic is that it's actually fun to host events outside. It doesn't have to just be because we're being cognizant of, yes, of (laughs) cooties and such. So we are looking to partner with um, a local entity here in town and um, incorporate some outside and indoor um, aspects of a traditional gala. But So you're trying to find some kind of an outdoor venue to, uh, I mean, being outdoors, it's definitely a little bit better in September, kind of hard with the weather the way that it is. So you never know, maybe like an outdoor indoor option or something like that. That's exactly what we're looking at is there's two spaces that have removable walls so that you can, yes, incorporate their backyard option. One other thing I wanted to ask about families that go to the Ronald McDonald House charities that that need assistance and need to live with their children right next to, you know, the great hospitals here in town. Uh, But uh, do they have to pay anything out of pocket? I know we talked about people volunteering and ways to donate, but, um, you know, how do one families qualify and do they have to pay anything for these services? There is absolutely no payment required for our families. Uh, when they check out there, we say, if you would like to donate, here's an option, but mm-hmm. it's certainly not required. And, and some do, and some cannot and some, or choose not to. 
totally fine. Um, the only need to qualify mm -hmm. is to have their uh, medical provider reach out to us to just verify the the situation, okay. and then they um, will get put into our um, system. And it's we're basically like a hotel taking reservations um, in that regard. It's very uh, streamlined, requires mm -hmm. very little effort on um, the parents part or the guardians we've definitely had um one parent and a, a support family member stay it doesn't have to always be a traditional situation okay um and they are immediately put into our system as soon as we get verification from the medical facility whether it's the hospital or a doctor's office it's it's supposed to be the least stressful thing that the parent has to deal with at the time Right. Well, that's fantastic that uh, for all the work that, that you do and the volunteers and everybody working with Ronald McDonald House Charities, helping families and children go through uh, one of the you know, most um, difficult situations in, in their lives. And so, you know, thank you for getting the word out and being on this show and talking about uh, the, the golf tournament and the gala coming up. And, uh, and all, for all of our listeners, if you want to find out more info about how to sign up for the golf tournament on June 3rd at Lake Ridge to benefit Ronald McDonald House Charities, you can go to rmhc-reno.org. Uh, one thing I wanted to ask before we go, um, I've always heard the, I don't know if it's a myth still or not, about donating pop tops from your soda cans or beverage cans uh, to, to help benefit Ronald McDonald House Charities. Is that still a thing, and how does that work? So it is. it was not a thing for a while because okay. um, recycling got kind of put on hold and you couldn't just stop by your local recycling oh, sure. place okay. with the, um, with the pandemic. However, we have started, we found a new recycler that will take them. So we have been able to take them. It's okay. not in that original sense, mm -hmm. but if we take them, we take them to the recycle, we get to keep the fun. So we do appreciate all the pop tops that have come our way. And Quite frankly, there's still quite a large amount coming our way. So I'm really appreciative of everyone who's thinking of us in well, that way. I, I bring it up because I've been collecting them for maybe the past 10 years. And my wife says, please get these out of our house and donate them to Ronald McDonald House Charities. So I will be doing that soon and uh, and helping out in you know some kind of a way. But uh, hopefully be out at the, the golf course as well to help benefit this. And, and having this episode go out and getting the word out for Ronald McDonald House Charities. So, um, so Ricky... Uh, Ricker, Executive Director, Ronald McDonald House Charities. Thank you again for your time. Uh, is there anything that you wanted to mention before we go today? No, I quite frankly, I think we covered everything. I really appreciate the um, opportunity to tell more people about it because, like you said, it's great brand awareness, just all the nuances. And there are so many ways to get involved and participate with our charity and there's plenty of others that you want to participate with, too. So it's all the little things that wind up adding up. So thank you. Of course. Well, Ricky Ricker with Ronald McDonald House Charities, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. Your nonprofit organization could be on this show. Email PSA at LotusRadio.com. Good morning. I'm your host for this week. My name is Joanna Guerrero. And this morning on In-Depth, I have the pleasure of speaking with Sarah Shrikti, the program coordinator at the Children's Cabinet for Room. Please introduce yourself to our listeners. I'm Sarah Shrikti, and I am the statewide program coordinator for Vroom and its sister program called Mind in the Making here in Nevada. I work for the Children's Cabinet. We hold a grant from the Bezos Family Foundation to do this work and um, support children and families around the state alongside all of the other programs that we have that support families. Um, Children's Cabinet was 
founded in 1985 as a full-service family resource center, and this is just one of the programs that we provide. So how does the program expand on current efforts that the Children's Cabinet has? The Children's Cabinet offers a lot of programming around early childhood education. So the department that my program is under is supporting early childhood education and quality early childhood programs. So we provide parent education. We provide um, child care provider professional development classes. And these programs, Room and Mind in the Making, add to that suite of classes that we offer to the community. Uh, It also supports families who are seeking other services. It blends well with other services that are supporting young families, particularly those with children age zero to five. And if people want to find out more about Room, where is the best place where they can go for this? I like to drive them specifically to our website where we have some Nevada-specific information. So that's at childrenscabinet.org slash Vroom. Tell me more about how this partnership between the Children's Cabinet and Vroom has been coming together. Well, we're about in the third year of this grant cycle. So in that time, we've been um, using Vroom to reach out to families and support particularly families who might be uh, not accessing early childhood education or maybe some gaps, particularly during COVID. Not the plan, but actually how it worked out. The timing of the grant and COVID sort of coincided. It turns out Vroom is a great tool to fill some of those gaps for families. It helps to um, support early brain development in those preschool years. So it gives families some empowerment around their role as children's first teacher. And the funding that we have from the foundation helps us reach all those families, reach them in all of the various uh, channels that we have and the various networks that we have. And we're trying to build on that by reaching out to more of our non-traditional partners, the businesses that that are interacting with families on a day-to-day basis. We'd like to see them join our brain building movement. What might be the experience of someone looking to use the Vroom app? In Nevada, the best way is for them to talk with us, and we can walk them through some really simple implementation strategies, most of which are free, and we're here to provide support for that. So uh, any business, we're encouraging them to just hand out the free materials that we have to get a little bit of education about how uh, early brains are developing and the role that adults in our community play in helping children and families have strong Um, healthy brain development in those early years. What is the goal of the Vroom app and making these sorts of practices more accessible for parents to use? So it's pretty simple. Uh, We believe that this this movement that we're working toward, this brain building movement, is best accomplished through a surround sound sort of approach where families are seeing this messaging in a number of different ways and being empowered and from different areas of their community. So like I said, as though even though we're working towards parents through our own existing networks, right, our parenting classes, the services that we're providing for parents through the children's cabinet, we think there are other parts of the community that are reaching families too. And by hearing or sharing those messages with families and sharing some of those easy back and forth moments with families, we're all part of that brain building movement. So we're encouraging businesses who, who are curious about it to just join us for a quick 15 minute webinar. We're gonna talk about how Vroom works, 
and a little bit about how they can partner with the Children's Cabinet in a free and easy way and sort of become part of that movement. Um, like I said, it's a 15-minute webinar. It's on Friday, May 20th at noon, and folks can register in advance by visiting our website. They'll find the Zoom information there as well. That's childrenscabinet.org slash vroom. And tell me a little about the upcoming webinar and what the goal is for having this event. We really hope to spread that messaging a little further outside of our normal agencies that we work with and, and families that we work with. We, th we think we can have a broader reach if we have businesses around the community engaged too. So we really hope that we we share this message with some businesses who can then share it with families in a really easy way. We can show them how, how simple it is and really change the way all of us think about early childhood brain development and our role as community members in bringing up a healthy and resilient generation. Do you expect that getting businesses to join the messaging will help increase awareness? Yes, we're hoping to increase awareness about that Im the importance of those early years in brain development because so much of the brain is developed prior to children entering kindergarten that what we do in those early years before school not only gets children ready for school, prepared for the challenges of school and the rigors of school, but also helps them to lay that foundation for learning. So the kinds of skills that they can learn in those early years with the caring adults in their lives are things like paying attention, controlling thoughts and behaviors, and really those are what are at the root of our ability to learn new material. So we'd like to raise awareness about the importance of that time in a child's life and the importance of the interactions that adults have with children during that time. So why have this as an online webinar and are parents able to join in too? Most parents do use the use Vroom primarily through the free app. The app uh, asks you to customize your account in a really easy way with the name of your child and the age of your child. And then it will send out some prompts every day about activities that you can do with your child in the kinds of moments that you already share with your child. So things like mealtime bath time, getting ready for the day, commuting or waiting for the bus or waiting for an appointment. Those are all good times for activities that are simple, but really brain building. They don't require additional materials or really any extra time. So it's really designed to be simple and empowering and encouraging for parents or caregivers, grandparents, anybody who might be interacting with a child. If an organization or business wants to partner with Vroom and the Children's Cabinet, what is the best way for them to do that? The webinar is a great place for anyone who wants to learn a little bit more to just join us. It's very quick and we're going to give the high level view. Um, so yes, parents, anybody in our community, grandparents are welcome to join us. We designed the webinar because we wanted to see if we could reach out to businesses that we hadn't reached before. Um, and we have lots of parenting classes and child care provider classes, but this is another way to learn a little bit without taking a full class. So why have this as an online webinar and are parents able to join in too? Well, one of the reasons we wanted to have an online webinar is to be able to show, you know, visibly show some of the materials and uh, show some of the room activities in action, so to speak. Um, through some videos. 
We also want to be able to record that and make it available on our website or on our YouTube channel so that folks can check in as they hear more about Vroom. This is another way for them to learn a little bit more without having to, you know, maybe do the deep dive on their own and or to take a class. So we just really wanted to consolidate the information about how Vroom is working here in Nevada specifically because it is happening all over the globe. But we have some specific strategies here in Nevada that we want to share with our community. And we think that having some folks join in this call will help them engage in that and um, maybe learn more or maybe just start using it because it doesn't take much more than a few minutes to understand what it's about and start using it. You mentioned local strategies for bringing Vroom here. Uh, Tell me more about that. One of the ways that we're trying to have a Nevada-specific strategy with this tool is by taking some of those Vroom activities and aligning them with our early learning standards. So each state has early learning standards that are a set of skills and knowledge that we'd like children to have when they enter kindergarten. So we have created some collections of activities that support the development of those pre-kindergarten skills and standards. Often we talk about Vroom in a broader way. So it's why we label this a movement is that Vroom is built on a philosophy of, of science. So the science of the way the child's brain develops has a lot to do with the interactions with adults in their lives and the ability to practice what we call executive function skills. So the kind of air traffic control for our brain means we regulate our attention, we regulate our behavior and our actions in order to reach goals. And that's something that we're doing all the time. So when children have the opportunity to exercise those things um, early on, then they're more prepared for school, they're more prepared for relationships, they're more prepared for life ahead. So we really want the movement to address those things. And in terms of making it easier, we, we often say that the movement doesn't require the use of Vroom the tool, although we definitely encourage it as a, a way to prompt us into those kinds of routines that are brain building. It's not necessary once we understand our role in, in helping children develop those executive function skills and helping them Um, Helping families have those opportunities for bonding and back and forth engagement are really the scientific principles behind Vroom. So sharing those principles, whether or not someone decides to take up Vroom, can often be enough. It looks like Vroom is a great tool to add on to what the Children's Cabinet already does and that it can really work as an extension into the community to build more support. What would you say about that? That's a big part of it. And also to, in a broader sense, to reshape the way we think about early childhood development. And so that executive function piece is is a bit of a buzzword maybe in early learning at the moment. But there's a movement broadly behind pushing executive function as the sorts of skills that we want children to have in their preschool years, whether they're at home or whether they're in a formal child care center or with a family friend or neighbor kind of care We really want to see children experiencing these kinds of uh, brain-building opportunities early on before they get to kindergarten, and that is being embedded into all of the things and all of the ways we think about early childhood education across the board. 
Now, is there anything you would like to add or a last note to our listeners today? We just really want to encourage businesses, parents, grandparents, anyone to jump on that webinar Friday, May 20th at noon. Um, the Zoom info is on our website, childrenscabinet.org slash broom. And we hope that will give them a little bit of insight and help them see some ways that they can do brain building with their own families. Thank you for listening to In Depth. To have your nonprofit organization featured, please email PSA at lotusradio.com.